Welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Clarence, and today I'm sharing a live video that I did that is also a YouTube video. You can check out my channel if you search my name, where I talked about a lot of things, and this basically was prompted by some experiences I had with my clients, experiences they were going through, and a lot of questions and scenarios that came up that I know a lot of people have and that can struggle with. And so we talked about a lot of things around healing and emotional intelligence, compounding emotions, why we stay stuck in the same patterns and cycles, resistance, the subconscious mind, how that even impacts the body, what trauma is and why only talking about it only goes so far, why safety in the nervous system is essential, and much more. So I'm excited to share this with you today. And yeah, let's just get into the episode. I'm going to share it with you. Today we're talking about compounding emotions, resistance, and what can happen when we start judging, what's coming up, what we're feeling. And so this is something that I see all the time. That is something that I always have to keep in check as well. And that I've been working um, recently a lot on with clients. So Something I hear a lot is, why is this coming up again? I thought I already dealt with this. I went to therapy for this. I've you know, worked on this so much. And it's like, why am I being emotional? Why is this coming up? Why is this still inside of me? And so I've said this, I thought this myself, and I hear this all the time. And the reason it's coming up because it's meant to come up now, the end, and because it's in the body. So this is a lot of the time when we talk about things and we talk through them and we like know where it's coming from. I know where this is coming from. I know why this is happening because this happened when I was little and then this and that. And so we like to dig. And this is what I used to be obsessed with, like digging into what's wrong with me, where this came from. And we're very much in the mind trying to understand like, oh, this is why this is happening. But if we're only in the mind, we're not working with the body. And so it can still be living in the body. So we might be theoretically thinking like, I shouldn't be feeling this way anymore. And, you know, I should be over this and blah, blah, blah. But essentially we are in the mind and it's kind of like you have this little child inside of you who's like, but I feel this way. And you're just like, you shouldn't be feeling like this. You should be over it. And so what I like to do and I, how I like to help my clients too is like visualizing your inner child or even another child come up to you and tell them how you're feeling. So whether you're feeling fear, anxiety, grief, resentment, anger, frustration, and just see it or hear it from a child's perspective and watch how you would react. Because a lot of the time wouldn't be like, you shouldn't be feeling this way. You should be over this by now. So just seeing this from a child's perspective can be so huge because then we understand that, well, our emotional body is our emotional body. And this is our truth. This is how I'm feeling and theorizing it and thinking our way out of how we're feeling never works. So this is why a lot of the time get really frustrating because we want to figure it out and get out of it from the mind, but it's actually in the body. And so this is where we can have these expectations and the ego's agenda of like, I should be over this by now. Why is this coming up? This shouldn't be affecting me blah, blah, blah. It's not good to be feeling this emotion. It means this and that, and we make it so big. And so what we do here is we compound the emotion. 
And this is this happens because we might be feeling again anger, resentment, sadness, whatever it is. And then we judge it. I shouldn't be feeling sad. I shouldn't be feeling angry. I shouldn't be feeling resentment. It's not good. Blah, blah, blah. And so we judge it. And then we get angry or sad or frustrated or whatever it is about the emotion. So we compound. So we add an emotion on top of the emotion. And then it gets stuck because we are kind of like putting, piling stuff onto the initial emotion that meant that was meant to be seen. But we were like, no, I shouldn't be feeling this. So this is where the resistance comes in. And so this is where we can get stuck. And this is where emotions can get stuck. And then years later, we're like, why am I still feeling this way? And then we judge ourselves all over again. And so this is something that came up recently with a client. So I really wanted to talk about this. And the thing is, we can't outthink trauma. We can't outtalk trauma, even though talking about it is definitely part of healing. But trauma lives in the body. And so this is, again, it's kind of like when we're trying to think from this adult perspective and logically, like I had a client also who, and I've had this before too, where it's like, I'm feeling anger and frustration and I really want to have compassion and forgiveness, but I'm feeling this anger. And it's like, well, maybe you're meant to feel this anger and frustration and actually express that in a way that's healthy, like process that. Because when we are shooting on ourselves, it it's not it's not helpful because then we might even go into like, okay, I'm going to forgive this person or show compassion. But like, we have this energy inside of us. That's like, "Mm, I still feel angry. Like I was not seen, like my inner child is not seen. So it's really important to process these emotions and suppressed emotions live in the body. So like I mentioned, especially when we compound, we just have this like pile of stuff that's inside of us. And we're like, shouldn't be feeling this way. And so you can see how this can just Uh, result in this like outpouring or this like suppression it's kind of like we have a lid on a crock pot or you know something that's boiling and it's steaming and then we finally open it up and it's like it's like exploding right and we don't want to get to that point um, if we can and so this is why when we just think about it and talk about it it's not really getting to the root and we are still having the thing in our body and so This is also where it's like, when we talk about thinking or speaking affirmations, like whether it's around business, wealth, health, happiness, relationships, a lot of the time people are like, affirmations don't work. And it's because our subconscious doesn't believe it. Like it doesn't, we don't feel it. And we're like, that's BS. Like, I don't believe that. And so this is why you can think and repeat affirmations all the time. You know, you should be over something. You know, you shouldn't overreact. You know, you should stop self-sabotaging. And you just keep doing it. And you're like, what's wrong with me? Well, essentially there's a part of you that doesn't believe it, doesn't feel safe believing it or having the thing you want. And so our subconscious mind is very powerful. I've talked about this before, um, but the subconscious mind is something I also work um, very heavily with with my clients because it's so influential. influential. It makes up 95% of your mind and it really rules like 95% of your life because Most of the time we are running on subconscious programs. We are not in our conscious mind and we don't even know that these subconscious programs are running the show. And so this is why a lot of the time we can like have these conflicts of like, I want this thing, but then you stop yourself or you sabotage or you're like, why is this never working out for me? Why am I going around in circle? A lot of the time it's because your subconscious doesn't believe that it's safe. And it's like, "Mm, no, I think we should just stay here. And so this again is where we can have this conflict, right? So beliefs live in our subconscious in our body, it's not in the mind, in the conscious part of the mind. 
So your body might not feel safe. It might not be on board with where you are consciously wanting to go. And if your body doesn't feel safe, if it's still holding on, if it's still inside of you, like these pieces of emotions and these suppressed things and trauma, again, I want to get back to trauma. Trauma, a lot of the time is this big, huge word that's like, okay, um, it's like a huge incident, but really it's about how you experience an event, what it made, what you made it mean about you. So it's really how you experience something. It could be as little as somebody um, said that your shirt was ugly or, you know, it can be something so little where you were like excluded or you felt rejected or your mom didn't pay attention to you. And this can, this is little T trauma. And so we all have this and this is where we can just feel stuck and we can feel like we are not letting ourselves move into the full expression of who we are because of these little things that are stored in our bodies. And then we don't understand why we are still in the same place. We are overreacting. We are not doing the thing. We're not um, being consistent or whatever it is because it's still inside of you and the subconscious is holding on to it because again, your body, your subconscious mind always wants to protect you. So we want to thank that part, but then we want to work with it, process it, and really let your subconscious mind work for you instead of holding you back because these programs are not serving you anymore. They protected you at one point. They aren't serving you anymore. And so this is where um, another thing I was talking about with my client is lack of safety and hormonal issues and even fertility issues and menstrual issues. And this is why I really started to veer into this type of work because yes, you can be having this perfect diet and eating, you know, amazing anti-inflammatory foods and taking all the supplements. But if you're not processing the stuff that we're talking about, then this can live in you and this can really affect energetically your body, but this can also affect like physically. And science also now shows this, which is amazing. But low vibrational states, so like fear, anger, hurt, guilt, shame, these weaken tissues, literally. And when we are in this lack of safety, like this state of scarcity and fear, this activates stress hormones. And in this state, we are inhibiting healing because the body just doesn't have the resources to go towards healing and reproduction and digestion and you know energy and all these types of things. It's focusing on what's the threat. I need to be alert. I need to be able to fight or flee or freeze. And the energy is basically towards that. And so this is where a lot of systems can kind of be inhibited and where we are not really in our full optimal health. And so if we are continuously living in this way, not only with the stress that we have in our life, that is like so many different areas, but if we are also holding on to these low vibrational states and these emotions and these energies and all of these things, then that can also cause a lot of stress on the body and affect it energetically, which will affect it physically. Remember when we're talking about subconscious like programs as well, they are running your life and they are running your mind. And so this is where uh, we really want to tap into the subconscious, like what's actually under the surface. Do you actually believe that you can have what you want, that you can heal? Um, what is your emotional state most of the time? Are you living in fear? Are you holding on to these low vibrational emotions and states and energies? And this is what happened with my client recently where it was just like a lot of stuff came out because it was really under the surface, but um, 
it, it needed to come out. It was like this pressure cooker, right? And so it's coming up now because it needs to be seen by you now. And so the other part that I really want to talk about is duality. So this also happens a lot of the time with me where I'm like, oh yeah, like things are going well. And then I'm expanding, I'm expanding, I'm expanding. And then all of a sudden there's like stuff that comes up and the muck. And I'm just like, why is this coming up? Because the more we expand upwards, the more we expand downwards, there's duality. We need to be able to hold both. And we will uncover new layers as we go, as we move on our journey. And so a lot of things that couldn't be processed before might now be able to come up to the surface, especially if you're working with your subconscious mind and your inner child, it's starting to feel safer to reveal things to you, then it will open up because you're ready to see it now. So nothing's wrong with you. This doesn't mean that, oh, I'm backtracking at all. These are just things that are falling off of you because you are expanding and it's like, it's too heavy to hold on to this. You can't take your shit to your next level. And so life is asking you, can you let go of this baggage that you're carrying you? It's too heavy to move up. And so when we are questioning like, why is this coming up? I shouldn't be feeling this. Then we actually start to shame ourselves and then we just feel worse. And we're not actually allowing what needs to come up to just be expressed, right? And so it's coming up now because it was subconscious, it's coming to the surface. If you're human, there was always more, we're always evolving and expanding and growing and that is just the journey. But now we have the tools to process it and not just hold on to it. And it's just like underneath the surface, like it can be let go of more quickly. And so the only way to alchemize it is through acceptance. So whenever we resist something, it just persists and get bigger. And so this is especially um, true because um, I've dealt with like emotional eating, disorder eating, binge eating. I help a lot of clients with that too. And when we restrict ourselves and we're like, can't have this and I need to be like this and really strict. A lot of the time we just feel out of control and we binge or we overeat. We have these cravings because when we restrict ourselves, the body just will rebel, right? And so the same thing, when we resist something, it will persist and just get bigger. And we hold on to it because we think it's a part of us. So a lot of these things are coming up, but really they're just stories, they're patterns, right? Hello, everyone tuning in. Thank you for coming on. Hello, Carla. Thank you for the love. Um, so yeah, these are just stories, they're patterns. What happens is we hold on and we resist because we're like, this is me. And the ego really is like, it's part of its identity. The ego doesn't want to die, <laughs> but this is why it can feel so uncomfortable because a lot of the time these things have lived with us inside of us since childhood, but they are falling off now because we have this awareness, right? And so they could be these patterns and these masks that we put on that are really not ours. We've taken on them. We've held on to them for so long. They're part of our identity. We're outgrowing them now and we're meant to see it now. And it's literally just falling off of us. So instead of like grabbing onto it, like come back, don't go away. We need to just let it go because then we can be free of it. And we can actually release any of these like heavy stories and these patterns that are just keeping us in these cycles, right? And so a lot of the time people think that, well, if I feel this, then I'm going to be stuck in it forever. And this is the ego too. Like when you're in a depressed state or like a low state, you're like, I'm going to feel like this forever. Like it sucks, but that never happens. Like we don't just cry forever, right? Like we have a feeling that comes up, we can move through it and then we move on, right? So the thing that happens with clients too is 
we actually move into it and then it dissolves, right? It's actually the opposite. They actually let it be free and let it go because we saw it and we allowed it to come up. We allowed it to express itself, to move through our body. And then we can release it and it doesn't have to just be like stuck there, right? And so this is an analogy that I heard where it's like a lot of the time we think that we are basically the door. So if there's a door that's sort of like moving because of the wind and we think that we are the wind, which is the emotion, but we're actually just the door and the wind or the emotion is passing through us, but it won't always be passing through us. Like wind will stop. And so I really like this analogy because it's like you, who you are should be consistent and not be at the mercy of how you feel. And so this is where we can start to really tune in and ground ourselves and be like, I'm feeling this way. I am not this feeling, disidentifying with it. And that is super powerful because then we're not identifying in the emotion. We're not like, I am this emotion basically forever. <laughs> and we make it so big. Whereas it's just something that can pass through us. It's just energy, right? And then we can release it. And so this is something that a lot of my clients see where it's like, wow, I just like let go of that anger or that sadness. And now I'm like, feel so light. And it's like, yeah, you were holding on to this. Now you're letting it go. And first of all, it's gone and you feel better. So it is this illusion that it's like, if I feel this thing, it's going to be there forever. So I hope that this was helpful. I don't see any questions, but if there's any questions, you want to always pop them in the comments. And this is a big part of the work that we do inside of my programs. I am definitely working on some new things coming up one-on-one -on -one and perhaps group and things like that. So super excited to provide more ways to work with me and to work through things like this. Um, so stay tuned for that. And thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you next time. Just want to pop in here to say thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and feel free to send me any questions or things that you would like me to address on the podcast next. I love hearing from you and your feedback. And if you have a question, you're going through something, I can guarantee you are not the only one. So, so many women can benefit when we share what we're going through and the questions we're asking and all that. I did want to share that a lot of change is happening within my programs, my branding, my business, and I will be accepting a limited amount of one-on-one -on -one coaching. So this is going to be um, high-level coaching with a lot of touch points, like a lot of access to me, and it's really about doing the deeper inner work. And so this is a one-on-one -on -one coaching and mentorship container that I'm creating called The Rising Woman. And so this is going to be 10 weeks, so 10 calls, and really centered around inner transformation and holistic healing. So this is for the woman who wants to lead herself powerfully to embody the next level version of herself, build life on her own terms with intention, authenticity, and purpose. And so if you're relating to a lot of what talked about in this podcast, you want to go deeper. A lot of the work that we do is that like somatic healing, inner, the inner work, what's going on somatically in your body, like your subconscious, your belief systems, what might be these driving um, patterns and beliefs and stories that are, you know, taking charge of your life and how we can alchemize that and make it work for you, for what you really consciously desire. This is for the woman who wants to make embodied decisions, who wants to embody her feminine for more flow, ease, and magnetism. 
So breaking free from the hustle and the masculine dominant approaches from scarcity and fear for the woman who knows she's meant for more than just normal, whether that's health, relationships with herself, with her body, the world, um, even in terms of coaching, like a lot of the time, we just think that it needs to be like this nine to five or even like 12 hour days and hustle and these, you know, tactics that we're told that just don't feel aligned. They don't feel good. They just don't feel natural. And not that there's no getting outside of your comfort zone, but there is a way to work more with your energy type and who you are and to really showcase that and to be embodying more of your feminine and your true essence and really showcasing your values and who you are from a heart-centered place so that you can magnetize and attract instead of chase and hustle and burnout. So for someone who you know, wants more than just normal, you wanna live your life with magic, flow, vitality. For the woman who wants to let go of outdated conventional approaches of quick fixing, hustling, wants to do the real healing work for sustainable and long-term change. She can heal her relationship with herself, her body, food. And so this can help with so many things because I see this is from the inside out. And so we do work on nourishing the holistic body. So mind, body, soul for whole body balance, but it's also about embodiment and really looking at your inner world. So a lot of the work is that, but this can help you with skin issues, PCOS, PMS, body image, confidence, hormonal imbalances, fatigue, uh, being stuck in like the hustle and ground in this hamster wheel and grind, <laughs> feeling stuck in life, lacking passion or motivation, overcoming your inner mean girl, adopting a growth mindset, emotional eating, disordered eating, binge eating, toxic relationship with food and body, anxiety, depression, gut issues, people pleasing, fear of being seen and being heard, lack of self-love and low self-confidence, hair loss, dry and brittle hair, feeling disconnected from your purpose, standing up for yourself, setting boundaries, using your voice. Like this will impact so many areas of your life because we're looking at the inner work. And so what this includes is we look at an action plan, nutritional lifestyle um, shifts for your specific goals, quantum breakthrough sessions using somatic healing, subconscious reprogramming. You do get my online course, The Intuitive Woman as well. You get support one-on-one, -on -one, not just calls, but also messenger. And so I will put the link in the show notes if this is something that calls to you that you're looking for more support with, you're really ready to go to the next level and put in the work. Um, so I will put the link in the show notes for you to check out the program. And if you'd like to apply, I would love to hear from you and chat about if this could be a good fit. So I will leave you there. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. And I will talk to you next time.